Hey, hey, you people of Earth, it's time to enter the spoilerverse via our secret portal at the exclusive Arctic Club in beautiful downtown Seattle with our hosts, John and Kenrick and Casey. Welcome to Spoiler Country. Hey, if you're listening to our show for the first time and you're on one of the social medias that we're on, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those kinds of things, you should always check us out on spoilerverse.com. But if you want to keep up with our latest episodes, you should bring out your smartphone, get into your favorite podcaster, find Spoiler Country, and hit subscribe. Then you'll get all our new stuff. And if you want to reach out to us, you can do that in two ways. You can call us and leave us a voicemail at 707-656-2080. Again, 707-656-2080. Or you can shoot us an email at spoilercountry at gmail.com. to the Spoilerverse, and welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kenny Cregan, that is Mr. Horsley, and today on the show, well, it's Brian Hawkins and Patrick Foreman, isn't it? It is, man, and they're from Scout Comics, and they have a book out called Black Cotton, and they sat down and they chat with Melissa about this, about about it, and you know, there's a couple of publishers out there that we like that are the any ones. It's like, yeah. like Source Point Press and Scout and Scout. Both those those two, I think, are putting out some solid, solid books every month, and I love it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's good to have those independent publishers out there that are putting out good content because it makes it keeps that scene alive. It is, and I think uh, the independent scenes where you see the up and coming people, and even the people who know what they're doing. Obviously, um, even look at our, our good friend, you know, Frank Gogol has got some amazing independent books out there on Source Point. And, uh, you know, Black Cotton is right there with it where it's another great book out there in the independent scene where it needs more and more coverage for people to pick it up. Because I think the independent scene puts out higher quality books than a lot of the bigger two, you know. Yeah, well, they don't have that 80 years of back history to contend with. They can tell a complete story. That helps. And just be the story, you know. For sure. And, yeah, I, I, I very much in getting into more of the independent scene. And been slowly backing away from the big two. Not slowly. I've basically the only thing I'm reading right now from the big two <laughs> is is uh, Savage Avengers. And are you still reading that one? Yeah. Nice. And then I just put down Justice League Dark, which uh, was a lot of fun. But I just I just got so far behind on it. I just don't want to catch up. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot there. Yeah. And I'm I really like far behind on Savage stories. Avengers too. Yeah. Well, cool, man. What do you say we just get into this and hear, uh, hear uh, Brian and Patrick in their own words? Let's do it. This is Spoiler Country, and I'm Melissa Sergio. Today on the show, I have with me the creators and writers of the highly anticipated comic book, Black Cotton, writers Brian Hawkins and Patrick Foreman. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, happy to be here. Glad you guys are here. Um, This is great. Um, I did see a little preview of the comic. So let's jump right in. Tell me a little bit about what the premise is. And, um, you know, aside from obvious reasons, what inspired you to to write Black Cotton? Go ahead, Brian. You know, I like the way you say it. I I appreciate it, brother. All right. So um, it's... Black Cotton is set in an alternate reality uh, where the social order of white and black is reversed. Um, and it hinges upon um, a elitist family, the Cottons, uh, and their son, who is a police officer, who uh, tragically shoots a white minority woman. 
Uh, and from there, we deal with the backlash and, and the blowback uh, and the social upheaval um, from that shooting. Okay. Black Eye. Yeah. All right. Uh, and um, so you two collaborated on this together. Um, what's that like when you're working with another writer um, on on something like this? Where do you are you taking turns? Um, how does that work? Well, I'll tell you from uh, the beginning for me. And here's something that a lot of people, if you if they've uh, viewed some of our other interviews, then they they already know this. But for those who don't know, uh, this is my first time, you know, writing a comic book. Uh, oh, wow. And this is Brian's first time actually collaborating with another writer because he's he's written several comic books and got several comic books coming out right now. Uh, so it was new for both of us. But the beauty of the whole process is that me and Brian are a match made in having the team, to be honest. Uh, we we work well together. We um, actually, uh, our skills uh, mesh very nice together. And with his guidance, him uh, actually taking the time to pour the knowledge that over these multiple years that he has, you know, uh, gathered and been doing this. Because I, I, I was a Marine. I retired oh, wow. in 2018 after 25 years. So I wasn't writing comments. You know, I was a collector. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and great, here Brian is, you know, 10 plus writing, you know, and doing this thing. So he actually took the time to start teaching me and it's been it's been beautiful for me because I wouldn't be able to. I, matter of fact, I just finished another comic book uh, today, you know, that's, uh, that's coming cool. out for Black Kind later on in the year. So uh, without him taking that time, you know, uh, I wouldn't be where I am. And our our just uh, relationship yeah. is, is phenomenal. It, it, cool. it truly is a great friendship and partnership. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. You just need that one door to open for you sometimes, you know, to get, get your foot in. And then from there, you know, the sky's the limit. Yeah, absolutely correct. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Yeah. He is way, way too kind in, <laughs> in everything <laughs> you said, you know, it's, it's, um, yeah, you know, it's great. You know, and, and the doors opening, doors are opening, you know, for, both of us in this collaboration. Um, and I really do feel the same way that that Patrick does. Um, it, it's been a match made in heaven. And, you know, it, it started with us, us meeting um, um, through a mutual friend uh, last January, January, 2020. Um, yeah. And uh, our friend uh, knew that, Patrick had a comic book idea and knew that I wrote comics and he brought us together and we sat down for lunch one day and Patrick was like, here's my idea. Like a world that is totally reversed, like, like, like race, everything, like totally reversed. And like, like even the cotton is black. I was like, Oh, stop that black <laughs> cotton. That's it. And uh, so cool. from that point on, we just began to build the story, you know, the vehicle of how that, reverse story would take place what it would look like um you know the the family et cetera et cetera um and we we haven't stopped building on that since since that day 
Wow. Now, when you guys were doing this, how much backstory and mythology did you come up with? I mean, do you know, I mean, you may not want to give any spoilers away, but do you know, like in your heads, like how far back this history goes and, and what the catalyst was for it all? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. We, we, here's what I'll say. The history goes back, um, very far and, um, it will be revealed uh, more and more over time. But I'll give you this, uh, for instance, in the uh, preview, I'm pretty sure when you read, you saw the family saying black kind, black kind to each other, black kind. Well, that is a, it is a um, saying that comes from their family line. It comes from Elias kind, who is the one who really cemented their fortune and cemented how they think and their mindset. So when they say black kind to each other, it's their way of one, reminding themselves of their history, mm. but at the same token, it, it is also a reset button. It's a way of them saying, hey, whatever we just uh, went through, whatever we were just going through, guess what? I still love you. We're yeah. still good. So, uh, so you you learn more and more about their history, and and I'll also say this to give you another idea of how far back we've thought. In our reality, slavery never existed. Okay. So when you reverse something, a lot of people go straight to their mind, and they're wondering or waiting for us to uh, tackle the subject of slavery mm -hmm. and uh, some might be looking for it, but no, we challenge you on that. Uh, black kind is going to challenge your perception, your uh, perspective It's going to uh, make you question a lot of things. And the question uh, we want to basically throw out at people is could America get to the same place that it is today if slavery was never in our past. Yeah. And we submit that possibly you could, you could still get to the same place you are right now, even without slavery in the uh, picture. And we're going to, uh, over time, show different scenarios of how uh, other incidents have happened all around the world. And it wasn't slavery. But they're still at that same point that America is in right now. So just challenge your thinking. That's interesting. Yeah, it's and really also interesting dichotomy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wrap it in a good story. <laughs> yeah. And, and entertain a little bit as well on the on the way. <laughs> um, exactly. So and so maybe this is part of it. But so what made you decide to do it in a modern type of a setting um, rather than, you know, go the sci-fi route or, um, you know, a superhero fantasy type of a route. Mm. Go ahead, Brian. Um, so, you know, it's about the human condition. Uh, and one of the things that, 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 I, that I love personally, um, and, and I think it transcends into all forms of storytelling um, is what, what Shakespeare was so great at. Mm -hmm. And Shakespeare was great at, telling real stories and hitting that human condition. Um, so what Patrick and I wanted to do uh, was to, to tell a real story. Um, there's so much uh, 
entertainment value. There's so much just just nuance found in what is reality, which is why reality TV you know became big. Yeah. Um, but it's but when you um, hold a mirror up to a person, or when you look at yourself in a mirror, or when a story holds that metaphorical mirror up and lets you know the readers see themselves mm-hmm. um that they're also characters in their own story um you know it does something it's 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 another uh depth of entertainment another level a layer of entertainment because at the end of the day I mean, to, to just be frank you know we all are a little bit self-indulgent you know, yeah. we all have that <laughs> ego and, and we all want this world to be about ourselves. You know, we want to be the center. So anytime we get a chance to see ourselves through a character, um, we're entertained by it. We like seeing it, even if we don't consciously want to admit it to ourselves. Subconsciously, that's what's going on. And so we framed Black Cotton in, in that lens uh, to be a mirror, to provide that that edification, but also that entertainment that uh, that the human can thrives on. Yeah. Well, it's interesting told through through that narrative as well and being own voices as well, you know, instead of the story being told by a couple of white guys, you know what I mean? Because then it's not as authentic, I think. Mm. Right. That's fair. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my, my opinion, but <laughs> um, and, and yeah, it, it's funny you said that because, uh, you know, uh, in our talks, meaning me and Brian, uh, that's something that we've had several um, uh, discussions about. And Brian has mentioned time and time again, he said, who better to tell the story? He said, we're telling a story that others can't tell, you know, other races can't tell. And who better than us at this time in this moment in America? Why not? So uh, you're absolutely correct. Yeah. um and also that that reminds me of a movie um i don't know if some of our audience might be too young to remember it was in the 90s but it was uh with john travolta and harry yeah yeah did you do you guys watch that movie and what's your your take on that do they think you think they did i haven't seen that movie in years but i remember the (laughs) the premise i might have to go watch it i i hate you know brian's mentioned it because you mentioned it in a Facebook post, um, but I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm going to have to go back and actually uh, look it up and watch it since uh, you're the second person who's mentioned that. I always uh, seem to go back to, um, uh, there was an even older movie where I forgot, but the guy went to sleep. I forgot the name of it, but the guy goes to sleep and he actually wakes up black. Oh. Is a white guy goes to sleep and he wakes up black and he has to, you know, go through um, as a black person. But um, I'm going I'm to have to watch uh, White Man Burden. Yeah, it's an older movie, so I don't know how mm-hmm. relevant. I mean, as far as I mean, it probably looks a little outdated now because um, it was in the, I think, early 90s, early to mid 90s. But it, but it's interesting. And yeah. It's just a, it's kind of a similar concept where everything's reversed. It's mm-hmm. an alternate reality. Yeah, yeah, it hinges. It hinges upon um, John Travolta basically uh, holding uh, this one guy accountable, um, in the sense of him having, I believe, lost his job or mm-hmm. something like that. And so then it looks at the um, 
dynamic of that. Um, I haven't seen it in years. 90s, I was probably like, uh, it probably came out in my early, my, my early teens, I think. Yeah. Uh, so I, I never watched the full movie, but I, but, you know, I saw the previews of it and got the gist of it, but yeah. I never saw the full movie. Yeah. 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 And I can't say if it was good or not, because I it's been so long, like you said, I don't remember (laughs) if it was, but it just reminded me of that. I was like, oh, that's kind of a similar, uh, similar concept. But um, how many issues do you, do you guys have planned for this series? Mm. (laughs) Uh, So the, the first arc, the first volume is six issues. Uh, We do have a plan to be uh, an ongoing, ongoing story. Um, we, uh, each, each arc that we have planned out is, is, a, is a story itself, but it, it continues. Um, so we want, the one thing that we want to do is, is always give the readers, um, that, uh, that satisfaction of knowing a story is complete. Uh, but the plan is for it to be, be ongoing. Okay. And, so you, and you can build, and, you know, a big universe yeah, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And yeah. do you have like spinoff ideas as well? And like with different, um, you know, different characters that you might want to explore that you haven't maybe even introduced yet. Yeah. She, she's on it. <laughs> <laughs> on it. Um, definitely. Definitely. And that's the one thing that um, is, uh, that's the one thing that excites me and Brian the most, to be honest. Cause um, uh, we have a, uh, what it's like three spinoffs. We got uh, you know, uh, we got Taz who y'all will meet later on. Uh Taz is no joke. People are gonna love Taz. Nice. And then uh, I'm not gonna tell all the other spinoffs, but yes, we have uh three spinoffs right there coming from Black Cotton. Then we have also the uh one shots that we're gonna bring out to show uh different areas. Cause you're absolutely right. It's a reality. So just because the kinds are on the East Coast, well, guess what? We can show you also what's happening uh, out in California in this type of reality. We can show you what's happening in the North, South, and even overseas. We can take you to Africa, take you to Europe. Yeah. So it's not um, contained within one state. This is truly, you know, a global uh, reality. So we're definitely going to uh, introduce people to multiple different uh, scenarios all around the globe. And we also, um, now that you, you know, talked about it, me and, me and Brian, we got even other um, comic book ideals that we're working on okay. that have nothing to do with Black Kind too. So people are going to see uh, me and Brian really unfold a lot they're gonna be truly what what is uh what what's the movie you know are are you not entertained right. <laughs> entertain you're like the, the new uh dynamic duo <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's Absolutely. awesome well you know another thing we have to mention um of course is the art in this book is fantastic yeah. um the lettering and everything um how did that go about did you uh commission that as far as like took full control or did you take input from the artist so <clears throat> in our talks in, in 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 building what was become 
Black Cotton, you know, we made the decision really early on, early on to not have it be in color. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, it's by design that it's <clears throat> in black and white, gray tones. Um, one reason, of course, is to, uh, it's, it's a story that, you know, revolves around color. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to take color out um, because really, even in the long line, you know, it, it says the social order of white and black instead of the race. Um, so, you know, it, it, it really isn't about race. It's about the social order and race is the vehicle. So it was important for us to uh, take the color out to kind of re- reflect that and, and, and symbolize that. Um, the style of it, we said that we wanted um, something uh, along the lines of, of what uh, a punk rock Jesus or the Walking Dead felt like, nice. um, and I want to use we, we want to use the word felt um, because you know we're not trying to emulate anyone, but you know those stories have a certain feel based off of uh, the world that they're in, and so we wanted to have that same kind of like a feeling with the reality in the world that Black Cotton um, is, is is putting forth, um, and from there it was about finding the right artists, uh, and Patrick and I talked about that and um, I was fortunate to be in contact with a fabulous artist, Marco Perugini. Um, and, you know, we started talking to him and we explained the idea and uh, he was totally on board. Uh, nice. He's just worked his his magic. Same with a letterer. That's cool. Francisco, um, you know, it, just, it all really just came together uh, magically <laughs> uh, scientifically, uh, you know, it was, yes, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. And, and it and does, I, has a gritty feel to it. it. Yes, yes, yes. And, and what I, what I'll add to what Brian just said is, uh, from the beginning, we wanted to develop a black kind team, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so from day one, the team was, you know, me and Brian and we, we grind, we were grinding together and then it was like, okay, we're ready, but we don't want to be jumping in and out with art artists and, you know, the letterers and mm-hmm. no, we wanted a full team. So they are 100% black kind team. These, you know, Mark, uh, Marco, uh, I mean, even our other artists, um, Mar- uh, Marcelo, over in Brazil, I mean, phenomenal. His wow. variant covers, yeah. and it, it is truly a team. So they know that they are um, every bit, you know, do the same credit that we get. And that's why we talk highly about them because they've been with us and yeah. on the Black Kind, you know, our team since, you know, since we uh, started. So uh, yeah. shout out to them, definitely. That's cool. Yeah, I think I saw sure. one of the variant covers on uh, one of your one of your Twitter pages, and it was gorgeous. And it was um, the one with the um, and her name is Kia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Marcella. Oh my god, <laughs> so beautiful! I'm like, I need that cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, they did a great That's job. A great cover. Yeah. Um, so, what is your? What do you want people to? Uh, to take away, like, you know, from reading this, um, for your readers, you know, what's sort of like that overall, I guess, you know, message that 
you know, you want to take away, um, that want them to take away, you know, in regards to, you know, racial bias and, and just the overall story of, you know, the family and the history and the mythology. You say it so well, Patrick. <laughs> you, you say it so well. So it's all you, brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, the one thing that we uh, wanted to establish, I'll put it this way uh, before I, you know, circle to the answer is that me and Brian both have a, a teacher spirit inside of us. And we didn't want just people to be smacked in the face. We understand that for anybody to actually um, challenge themselves or their perceptions, that you have to develop a safe environment for them to do that, where they can actually be there and it's just them and their thoughts. So all of the reactions that people uh, receive or get while they're reading Black Kind, the beauty of it is you're in a safe environment. Mm. So when you get that reaction, it's just you and the reaction. So you can feel and express yourself however you want. And then the next step that happens is you start having that dialogue with yourself. You're like, wow, why did I feel that way? Wow, that's how they feel? That's how, okay. You start actually gaining respect for other cultures simply because you're, you're allowed to walk in their shoes in a safe environment. So that's really um, the key. The key that is built all inside of Black Cotton is a safe environment where you can actually walk in somebody else's shoes, develop respect, and then have conversation. We want people to talk, you know, because once you have done all that, then you're ready to have conversations. And the uh, beauty about about it all is that you're also entertained because it's a great story. I mean, Black Kind, I hate to say it, but, you know, we've done a, a fabulous job on it. So you will be entertained. Yeah. And at the end, you will also, you know, have those seeds of lessons that have, you know, been planted where you can actually go to the next level. Yeah. And everybody really, I think, loves a good um, like billionaire tycoon type of a story as well. You know, like that's why Empire did so well, the television show, you know, because here you have this family that's, you know, basically just owns everything, is in control of everything. And then like the shady things they do to keep it, you know, (laughs) dynasty. Yeah, yeah, Dynasty, I, exactly. I love another Dynasty. One. Yep. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Huge yeah, fan Dynasty. Um, Dallas, I think, was another yep. one that was... Yep. Yeah. Knott's Landing, yep. now, Press. <laughs> now I'm aging myself, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm right there with you. I, I love soap operas. So, right? Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I think we all grew up on soap operas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. No, so that is an, another aspect that people can enjoy, you know, when reading your book is, is that kind of... Um, the drama of it all as well. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's what life is. You know, life is characters plus obstacle equals story. And what makes it, what makes life, uh, you know, for all the heartache and pain that's in life, what makes it so, so, so beautiful um, is that it's a beautiful tragedy mm-hmm. and, you know, you have to go through that drama. And so, yeah, Black Cotton definitely has, 
has that drama in it. Nice. And for fun, let's say, um, you know, a future, it, it gets options, right, for film or television. Um, <laughs> what, uh, who would you want to, to play, like the main characters? Like, what's your oh, dream? <laughs> <laughs> she must have been in some of our conversations. <laughs> seriously, seriously. <laughs> but, wow. But, I'm going to say your person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Did you know I'm going Brian wants uh, Regina King mm. to play Jalissa, the mother. And, and oh, she would kill it. She yeah. would. Kill. Oh, my goodness. She's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love her. I simply love her. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, she's, yeah, so, she's, a, she's the new America's sweetheart. I mean, she's just been doing so many awesome things mm-hmm. lately yeah she's amazing now who uh, you want to direct uh brian <laughs> <laughs> oh man um man um i forgot let me see i know who you want to direct i'm <laughs> i go back and forth a lot on this um but i'm i'm highly interested in um and i'm not sure if she's if she's directing but it caught my eye because she's producing tessa thompson is uh she oh. seemed to deal with um hbo netflix no yeah was it netflix i think no it was hbo max i believe um mm-hmm. and you know i'm i'm very i'm very keen on on well on her as an actress, like I think she's phenomenal in Westworld, and mm-hmm. you know she's done so many other things. Of course, you know I could throw out her Marvel stuff, but she's done so many other wonderful things, even like Creed. Um, it would be interesting to to uh, to get her feel her her yeah. feel on that. Um, I didn't know so, she was um, producing. I, I love her acting. I had no idea that she was the producer. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so as far as producing, that's the direction that, um, you know, just me and Patrick talking, you know, yeah. uh, I have an interest in, um, directing. I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure. Uh, okay. I like Jordan Peele. Uh, yeah. so, so I think he, he would definitely add a very interesting look. Um, yeah. the, the director of, um, Malcolm and Marie, what he did, mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, so yeah, nice. Yeah, well, you got to put it out in the universe, Artsy right? <laughs> huh? We got to send out the the feelers into the universe and get it going. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All that energy out there in the universe for sure. That's right. Yeah, he uh, already know. I wanna, uh, I wanna just have a fifteen minute conversation with uh, Tyler Perry and uh, Fifty Cent. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's all I, I need. Is, at the you same know? time? Yeah, at the same time. I need them at the table at the same time. Or Man, what a conversation phone. that would be. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, it, 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 you you have to think of, think of it this way. And this is our talks. So Tyler Perry, and I'll make it real quick. Tyler Perry, you have to look at what he does with a little. Mm-hmm. And what he did with a little, now he's a billionaire. And... 70% of his staff is minorities. Well, Black Cotton is minority heavy um, in its characters. So therefore, guess what? He already have the people that we need. Yeah. No, that's great. 
Yeah. And his, yeah, his story is very remarkable um, on, you know, how he rose up and just has um, made such a name for himself and he's super talented. So yeah, that's a good one to definitely have a conversation with. Right. Yeah. And then 50 cent, look at what he's done with power. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So, so they know how to uh, make hits and that's what we're looking at. What we're looking at is okay. If we're going to get option, then let's, let's not uh, have a show that is going to be canceled after two seasons because it was done wrong from the beginning. Let's do it right from the beginning so we can have something that is, you know, six, seven, eight seasons long. And uh, Or Walking Dead, you know, uh, uh, long. <laughs> what they have, 13 <laughs> seasons, you know? Kirkman Dreams. Yeah. yeah Kirkman you know. Dreams. <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> They need to wrap that one up, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean to, you know, to jump back just a little bit, I would love to get Walking Dead comic book numbers. Like, that would be awesome. Like, oh, yeah. selling oh, yeah. comic book, I would love that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know I would that would be. That. that is the dream, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, man, that's the Kirkman dream right there. Yeah. Well, and, and and speaking of, you know, of just comics in general, um, you know, we we definitely have to mention your publisher, Scout Comics. Um, oh, no doubt. They, um, they're great. Uh, it seems like you guys have a really good relationship with them. So, um, yeah, we definitely got to plug them and give them a, a shout out for, for getting, uh, you know, your book out there and everything. That's, that's really cool. It must've been awesome to, um, make that partnership with them. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell the story. Scout, Brian. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Scout Comics is just, you know, they're family. Um, I will never forget, you know, the email that 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 came through. Um, and, you know, we're actually in the email, like, you know, we like to welcome you to the Scout family. Um, and it's been like family from that point on. Um, and how they have, you know, put so much backing behind this story. And I mean, let's be honest, you know, it, it's, not every publisher would publish this kind of story. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Black Cotton isn't attacking anyone, but just the idea of a uh, of a reversal uh, that uh, that does you know has something to do with race. Uh, not every publisher would want to have that you know in their fold, but mm. you know that speaks to the kind of people and publisher uh, that. Uh, Scout has, you know, and, and, and they believe in family and they believe in storytelling um, and, and, and they believe in expressing and uh, helping readers to experience uh, different aspects of the human condition. And so for them to uh, bring us in and trust us to tell this story, uh, Patrick and I have had several conversations about how impactful uh, that has been and still is and will be. So shout out to everyone that's got Brendan, Charlie, David. I'm going to start to name names and forget people. Jamie, <laughs> yeah. uh, James. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's just, it's Joel, you know, it's, it's, it's so, so many people. Um, that's, that's yeah, our Scott's editor. That's just, our editor, absolutely. Andrea. I, I mean, it's, and yeah. who also has a book, The Shepherd on, Scout, you know, it's it, you know, he's been phenomenal as our editor. He has challenged us uh as writers. And so yeah, I mean, I could go on and on about Scout, but that's I, awesome. We we simply love them. 
Yeah, for sure. Having a good team is is very important. Definitely makes the process more enjoyable. And, you know, you get a better product in the end if you have everyone, you know, supporting each other, essentially. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. Well, uh, Black Cotton, uh, it's in stores, what, February 17th? Yes. All right. That's awesome. So, and you guys are on digital and uh, paperback as well, right? Correct. That is correct. That's correct. Um, you can go to Scout's website to get your digital copies directly. Um, cool. They they offer that. You know, it comes directly to you. No middleman. Just right to you. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on here today. Um, I really enjoyed talking to you guys. I can't wait to read more. Um, and if there's anything else you want to promote before we go, let me know. We can give you another plug somewhere else. If you got another comic book coming out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, you know, just, we really do appreciate, you know, you taking the time, you know, and you, um, just showcasing us and talking to us and, you know, about black cotton and being interested, you know, because that's how readership starts and grows. So I'm indebted. We are indebted. Awesome. So, thank, so you. thank you very much. Appreciate that. Yeah. And we, we've been, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, we've been waiting for this uh, interview for a while. So we definitely uh, uh, appreciate the love, you mm-hmm. know, y'all uh, give us and the, Shoot, just the podcast, like I was telling you before we got on, um, you know, your podcast is phenomenal. I was listening to Thank it you. today and uh, just just because of your podcast, I'm going to go check out Wonder Vision. You know, I wasn't <laughs> going to check it out before, but, you know, y'all y'all did a good job and you 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 won me over. I was like, you know, what? <laughs> let, let me check this out then, you know, but uh, we appreciate what y'all do. And uh, please, you know what? Last thing I'll say is, you know, all our fans out there, we love you. Uh, you know, we, we, you know, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but, you know, y'all let us hit a milestone. We got over 5,000, you know, uh, pre-orders. So we we appreciate the love that is uh, coming to us from our fans. And uh, hit us up on IG. We're on uh, Instagram, you know, Black Kind Comic. We're on Facebook, Black Kind Comic. Um, you'll see, uh, 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 Brian up there, I'm up there. So hit us up and follow along, you know, with us. And, uh, also check out scout comments because we got the variants up there, uh, yeah. that's going to pop on the 16th. So, uh, keep, 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 uh, keep your eye on black kind. Cause, uh, <laughs> we got some phenomenal, uh, issues coming out. And I can't wait. And uh, hopefully you'll get some new fans as well from uh, from this podcast. And um, everyone, go buy Black Cotton February 17th. Support your local comic book shops, please, if you can. Um, or you can go to Scout Comics. And we'll... Um, We'll put all your links and and stuff, all the good stuff in our show notes as well. So people can just, you know, click right on it and and go straight to it. So thank you for being here. It's been fun. Thank you. Absolutely. And we're back. That's right. We are back. Back in the saddle again. Well, (laughs) I hope you guys really really enjoyed that as much as we did making it for you 
And if you like what you heard and you want to hear more, you got to go check out SpoilerVerse.com. Because at SpoilerVerse.com, we have a plethora. Plethora is such a, it's such a snobbish word. <laughs> I like it, though. <laughs> it's, it's a good word. <laughs> we have an obscene amount of oh, interviews obscene. with amazing directors and artists of all walks of life and editors and writers and oh my god are you a lover of comic books like we are and then there's so many. so many amazing people from the comic book world over at spoilerverse.com and i highly implore you to go there and check it out yeah and while you're there you can check out all the other podcasts on our network like bridges and geekdoms and funny book forensics and haphazard adventures and nerds from the crypt and so many more misery point radio. episodes all the time misery point radio has got a ton of great stuff out there go check all of them out and Check out all of the reviews and previews and articles we have going up every single day for you. Every day on Spoilerverse.com for you to check out, to read, and to love, and to like, and to comment. We have a store link. If you want to help support the site, you do it two ways. One, go to our Patreon, which is just patreon.com slash Or go to our store link in the middle of the site there and get a t-shirt, a face mask, a hoodie, something. Look fly as hell and help support the site when you do that because we get a dollar or two. And, you know, maybe you want to talk to us. If you do, you can do it you know, obviously on all the socials. But if you go to scpod.us slash discord, you can join our public discord server and come chat with us all day long. I couldn't say it better myself, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You just mouthed out a ton of information at once. And really, <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy what you're hearing because we're, we're working our butts off to bring it to you. We are. We are. I guess there's only one left thing. One left thing? Yeah. I'm going to go with it. There's only one left thing left to do. What's that? In an oceans of podcasts, we are Cthulhu. As Cthulhu compels you to do, open the mind. And read more.